0: This is Hacking the Afterlife Podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Richard! How are you? We've missed you so much. Here <laughs> on the podcast, and I'm playing this tree in your honor.
1: I I are so funny. I am so excited to be home. In three weeks, it's been wonderful. But
0: where
1: the, three weeks. where the heck have you been? First, it was a week in Sedona. We, I did a retreat with Joyce Jackson, which was fantastic. People flew from everywhere. It was such a great like reboot. And then, then I was in the British Virgin
0: Islands, the BVI. And what was that like? Did you get stung by any stingrays or? Chased by sharks.
1: No, no, remember I was we so my husband um booked Scrub Island, which I didn't know that I actually stayed there after uh, after I was on below deck. You have to understand. It was just kind of a world one and we stayed there for a couple days. But oh. when I was like, oh my god, I've stayed there before. <laughs> like, That's funny. So we had front different friends come in. It was just, it was really it was we were celebrating his birthday. It was fantastic. And then you know, it was just a lot. I'm super happy to be home. And then tomorrow is my wedding anniversary. Also, Luan, no, Luana's birthday is... My birthday. That's my <laughs> talk.
0: Robert's birthday is coming up. Oh,
1: he's called me a couple times, too.
0: Um, that would be Robert Town, the writer of Chinatown. His birthday's coming up. Uh, the, a couple of weeks ago, his dog, Hyra, came forth on the show to uh, remind us to wish him happy birthday, and I talked to him today.
1: I did not so. know that. I did not know that. And Very so- good. All right. <laughs> Here.
0: I've only got you for a limited amount of time, so I might as well. Sorry for the weird English accent. I might as well dive in first, feet first. Uh, Luana, we haven't talked to you in a while. I know it feels like a long time to us, for you, maybe like a blip. What's going on over there, Luana? Anders is our friend on the flip side who helps moderate our class. Also,
1: I'm going to mention because my dad's showing up right away. Oh, hi, Jim. Um, so my sweet niece is getting married to the love of her life. Oh. And I'm so excited for them both. And um, I'm sure my dad has, has something to say about that. But I'm super excited
0: for her and her girlfriend.
1: He just says, I just want you to know I'll be there, which is sure. very sweet.
0: Very good. And uh, so tell us, Jim, a little bit why we got you here. Uh, what's that like for you when you when you experience an event on this side of the veil, like you show up for a wedding and stuff? Is it like you're literally sitting in the audience, or is are you hovering sure. above her? He
1: showed me he got his invitation. And what's very, very sweet, he showed me what my... Um, What my niece did, she made a sign for him, which I'll show. I would like to show people. It's a gorgeous sign. And it says, it says, those we love don't go away. They walk beside us every day, reserved in memory of Jim Medlin.
0: Oh, isn't that sweet? That's so adorable.
1: So you showed that to me in my mind's eye. And, um said that, well, so back to your question about what is it it like when you're invited or even when you're not invited, (laughs) so because you're loved, you know that you're loved and it's reciprocal. You're showing me the love that he's giving his granddaughter, my niece, Miranda.
0: But let me ask you this, Jim, and this is just one of those that popped into my head. So let's say that you show up at an event Mm-hmm. does anybody see you is there i mean other than jennifer who's going to be looking over her shoulder but i mean cats and you know animals and little kids does anybody happen to notice when when somebody shows up an event like that is yeah. he just saw,
1: showed me putting his hands behind me he's like she better know <laughs> um he says that he'll be whispering in my ear to give them messages to give them all messages that's
0: sweet well, I guess I, it's just a general question. Have you ever had that experience where you've gone somewhere, maybe where your daughter's, you know, having a conversation?
1: Animals, without question, go crazy. He goes, though. That's kind of. He goes, that's a lot of fun. But <laughs> so then after a while, it just gets kind of boring. They're just barking at us. Um, but they, they just, it's they're talking. They're able to talk. That's interesting. So unlike. You know, when they're here, we we talk to our animals, right? Everybody does, and we think that we're hearing what they what they have to say. But he says we get to hear, we actually get to hear what they have to say. Oh, wow.
0: and and Jim, what they're saying uh, is it is it like random things? Is it very specific things, or is it sometimes profound things? That's my question. <laughs> it's usually about what owners are doing to them. <laughs> help me, help me out of here! I got to get out of this house. Right, like our cat. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Jim. I appreciate it. Luana? Oh, there... Luana says you're feeding the
1: cat too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, a couple, a couple late, of times. All those late night
1: treats. She showed me just the cat walking funny.
0: That's yeah, funny. Yeah, we have a couple of times forgotten. You know, oh, fed her already. Fed her twice. Anyways, um, <clears throat> let me ask you, uh, Luana, is there anybody that wants to come and talk to us today? Have a conversation with us about the flip side or process or any of that stuff? Yes,
1: my dad, but then she's showing me someone that you talked to two nights ago.
0: Okay, that's I was. That's my question. Um, there were two people that first sort one. of, the first. first one, there were two people that showed up in the past week or so. And uh, the first one was somebody that was on the planet. But yesterday.
1: I'm being shown, I'm being shown that person that showed up. Did you know when you were young?
0: I met him when I was young, yeah, right. and and uh, he was a a television personality, and I I just kind of heard his voice as I was going to sleep, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. What's he doing? I met Chuck, it's a friend of Chuck's, okay. and somebody that Chuck used to appear on television with.
1: Anybody Michael or the name Mike
0: or Mike? no? But I my question would be. Does this fellow I because we can help him come forward? Luana, does he want to come forward and talk to us? She knows who I'm talking about. Even if we don't. Yeah. He does. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna play him in. That wait. So as I was uh everybody in our house has got a cough these days, by the way. Um as I was Falling asleep, I heard the voice of none other than a friend of Chuck's named John, Johnny. Mm -hmm. And he was...
1: That's Johnny person.
0: Very, very good. Mm -hmm. I, you know, the song should have led you in. But anyway, I, you know... I
1: I did not recognize the song. I thought you were
0: playing our theme song. All right. So, Johnny, do you want to talk about what we talked about? I mean, instead of me saying, you know, this is what I...
1: Because I want to know why Jimi Hendrix gets all the gigs. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now, uh, for the audience not aware of that, okay. it's it's that Jennifer and I have had conversations with people on the flip side, who say that, oh,
1: well, Okay, ahead. it's because he didn't have the chance to do it here, because we did it here. So they're not going to give it to us.
0: Right. But I mean, what, you know, we've had this experience so like,
1: where He's complains it, but like, every
0: time it's Jimmy. Well, we've heard it more than once, and you know, people saying, you know, I'm on the flip side, and I'm seeing a, I'm on the Carson show, I'm on the Tonight Show, but Johnny's not here; he's in the audience, and Jimi Hendrix is the host. We've heard that more than once, and the 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 construct of it is so mind bending. So, so Johnny, how does that work? What what's going on? What's happening? I mean, who's constructing it all? Is it the person that's You know, they crossed over or is it you, a combination of you and Jimmy and who, who constructs the
1: life planner? Like it's your, he's showing me, it's like, he's showing me the, um, the blueprints. So again, it's interpretation, but let me, um, whoever you contracted with. So yeah, like your guides, it's your guides that do it.
0: And so they kind of, and it's a familiar place because we watched Johnny for 20, 30 years.
1: Right. So He's saying that just like we have several outs, I would call them, exit points, we have several um, entrances.
0: Several ins. All right. I like that. Instead of an exit ramp, we have an on-ramp.
1: So depending upon where um, which exit we take, it's going to be a different entry.
0: So I'm going to ask you, uh, John E., I did meet you. and, And the reason I mention it is because were in the back and he yelled something well the reason i mentioned is because when i met you i remember thinking to myself you know oh my gosh there's that icon there's that face you know your brain goes into a freeze and he was friendly but at the point when he showed up i was kind of going so why are you here he said well you forget that we met before right and I and
1: by the way was it around thanksgiving because he's showing me was there a dinner or was there some event other than like? Well, that- he's
0: well, he's probably showing you something else, which is fine. What do you what do you want to talk about in terms of the Thanksgiving or in terms? It's of- that time of year again. So hold
1: on. Oh, you? Did you guys meet over Christmas over the holidays that way?
0: Well, I was backstage, and so Johnny.
1: Oh, that's what he said. You were in the back. I'm sorry.
0: You're right. Yeah. Well, back. backstage with a, a friend of Luana's. Okay. Which you mentioned earlier, Chuck. Okay. So Charles Grodin was on the Tonight Show many times. And and I would be in the green room with Luana or other friends. Dave Patlack showed okay. up. Anyway, and so I got to meet Johnny. And, you know, he said something, you know, nice and friendly or whatever that was. But anyway, my point is because i asked him like how how what's our connection and you so who did johnny show her what our connection is
1: why did you show me the piano
0: okay i understand that reference because i i asked him if he was hanging out with ed mcmahon and he said no not really they just they they travel in different areas but he mentioned the band leader band leader okay the the guy who did the music for him i i'm gonna ask you the same questions i asked you when i was falling asleep one is uh who were you surprised to see on the flip side
1: okay i'll show you the train the the thought process yeah. or what they're showing he showed me jaws like the movie jaws but then he showed me like either the producer or direct like something dealing with cvs like the head of CBS or something like that
0: is his or name fred? fred is his name fred let's ask him johnny you're talking about fred
1: yes and okay. either his
0: like fred fred well fred was the producer of his, fred was the producer of his show freddie de cordova and he was okay. there with johnny for all of his shows he was always sitting off stage i met him as well that's a guy who would sit there and oversee so he was constantly in his life. One of his wives, he was married a number of times. Uh, number was it,
1: three, number three,
0: three or yeah. four. I, you know, and I didn't ask that question because I just was, yes. but why not? Here we are. I asked the you, longest
1: marriage, he said.
0: sorry, which wasn't,
1: he said the longest marriage, which was the longest much.
0: one, whichever whatever one that was. I know I asked you, uh, who are you hanging out with over there? Is Now, is that, I, I asked you what you were doing over there? You...
1: He said Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, that's <laughs> funny.
0: And what kind of sporting uh, event?
1: So he's—he is showing me betting on like horse racing. Oh, like showing me like a paper, and he's mentioning he's showing me baseball. Um, was he a Cubs fan too? I know you're
0: <laughs> no i don't know i don't think so he's from nebraska but but all right so show jennifer what the, what you're really are you you so do you construct the whole stadium do you construct the whole track or how does that work what do you there's, a, do
1: bunch you... Of us. there's a bunch of us that do that just like okay why are you showing kobe hold on
0: don't judge it so uh, other athletes do we've heard we heard this from junior Sal. he said other athletes will show up to participate in a sporting event, even though it's not their particular field, yeah. um,
1: okay.
0: but I asked him about golfing. That's what I asked. Him okay, about.
1: so he did show me Tiger Woods, and I'm like, "Well, that doesn't make sense. Tiger's still here." And he says, "He's
0: trying to show you golfing." Tiger. And I, so I asked, "Who are you golfing with?" Okay. It's funny,
1: but he played tennis.
0: Arthur Ashe. Yeah. So this was something a junior i'll mentioned because we asked him about who played football with him and he said Arthur Ash likes to show up to play you don't remember that I do uh and and it was the idea that athletes don't you know they're not limited to their sport and they can because they love the competition they love to the creativity of of showing up um anyway i the two they had a great friendship too Oh is that right Well i'll tell you that What I heard, I asked him, so who are you surprised to see on the flip side? And he mentioned, he said, the Pope. And I said, which one? And he said, the one that I would know, which was John the 23rd. That was back in his era. And then I said, so who, who who are you goofing around with? And he said, the Hope. Bob Hope and I golf, the Hope. So, you know... Am I constructing that joke, Johnny? Was that accurate, or was that me creating the joke?
1: Thousand percent accurate.
0: <laughs> okay, very good. All right. So, I let me ask you, uh, Mister Carson, what is it you want to tell people? Or you know, I'm not going to ask you why you showed up to talk to me. I think you you were complimenting us, me and Jennifer, about having this venue that so that people could access their loved ones.
1: Is <laughs> making making it work? He showed me you like being you being the talk show host you know in the chair like he used to be behind a desk and he says you're doing great you're doing great work you're asking great questions you he said you've never had nothing not to say <laughs> or you've never had well
0: you were, you were the master i mean you know i'm a pale comparison there you go right. let's not even put me in the same Hold on. sentence Hold on one but look i got a microphone that kind of looks like your microphone
1: amazing. Hold
0: on. Okay, wait wait
1: one second. I have to focus. Just give me one more second. No no singing? Okay. (laughs) Okay, hold on. He says he likes the way that you go back and forth with all of us. So he showed me going back and forth and then all of us, you know, here, there. He says, you make us all together. He goes, you make us feel seen.
0: That's sweet. And, you know, I think it's fascinating because
1: part of being being known, people don't believe they see us.
0: I think it's fascinating because, you know, here I, I met him once and he showed up willy nilly. Not I wasn't thinking about him and i knew that charles gordon was a huge fan he had a letter that johnny wrote to him and put it on his wall and he loved his appearances char- truck with with johnny carson and i look i know, i'm a huge fan myself you know anytime i get a chance robin williams i asked him you know so who who are you still hanging out with and do you want to talk about that john
1: oh yeah Danny. well who's the other guy that died at Chateau, Barbara. John
0: John Belushi.
1: Okay, John Belushi. Um, he showed me. He's like, he goes. I'm just keep getting better with my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me like with this hat. He says he helps Jay Leno. Um, and so Jay Leno still goes right. You know, you know where of Beach is is right next to Manhattan Beach. Oh, he
0: still. Worried. Oh, he still goes down there to the club. Yeah. He
1: goes down there once a week. Just like. And I, so,
0: how do you help him? How does that work, John? Putting jokes in his ear or timing or what? Giving him flashes of like like
1: what he used to do. Like I, mean, I see that silly hat, one of the silly hats that Johnny Carson put on, put on him. Like one of these velvet hats. I don't know. That
0: silliness did. that he also could do. He could do right. silly, you know, yeah. amazing.
1: Um, but he goes, back then we didn't get in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and gonna, now people have to be really careful about any kind of joke.
1: Any kind of joke yeah
0: all right well that's fair listen and i and on the reason i and you know i wondered if you wanted to speak because two nights in a row I, I the conversation continued and i tried to think of any and luana is there anything that you want to add to this conversation because he did mention that he now he knows you and he knows chuck you know through you mm-hmm. so anyway that is there anything luana you want to have him talking a
1: ball about? learning how to sing and dance with the He's showing me. Um, he's hanging out with the Beatles, John Lennon. And people that, you know, those are the people that we understand. But he says there's a l- numerous people that nobody knows that he's, you know, hanging out with. And he says that.
0: Um, are they friends of yours from your life or are they friends like throughout history or previous lifetimes?
1: he showed me just <laughs> he showed me like casting a net and bringing a whole group of people like yes yeah, all the live. Wow.
0: so and i understand because i wanted to ask you about that you know listen here's this is the funny thing so you and i can talk about johnny carson one of the most famous you know people on the planet when he was on the planet 20 like, years from now a lot of people won't really have that access to that memory and then he's talking about people that might have lived 20 30 40 50 years ago that we don't have access to even saying Bob Hope's name you see yeah. and so and so that's the thing is on the flip side on the other side we get access to all these individuals there you know that we remember heard about and so, or we knew between lives we knew from other lifetimes so we get a chance to but do you do any interviewing or are you are you listening or what is it you're doing when you run into them?
1: Well, he goes, it's like a computer system. He shown me like literally like having a book and opening mm-hmm. up a book, but of a person like the Akashic Records. But let me make sure I'm getting this right. Hold on. You don't need to ask questions, he's saying, which I find interesting.
0: Because it's like a download. Is that correct? Bingo. Because when you run into somebody, on the flip side, you get all that information. So you, because we we talked to Dick Clark about that, and I we asked him what he missed about being on the planet. He said mystery. And I, I we asked like, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, over here it's an instant download. Back on Earth, you fall in love with people a little at a time, every time you meet them. Yeah,
1: that's why there's so many people wanting to come here.
0: All right, so John, I, I've only got Jennifer for a limited amount of time today, but I wanna turn this back to Luana for a second. There was another uh, individual that wanted, I think wanted to talk <laughs> talk to us. Is that, does that sound right or should we just stay with our conversation here?
1: Hold on. There's something with a Robert and something with a Michael. I know you you said that you talked
0: to Robert Town today. I know he's alive. A Robert it- or a Michael, okay. Well, Lou, I, I it was one of those things where I was waking up and I heard in my head, "Teacher." Is that accurate, Lou? Is this? Am I? Are we supposed to bring this teacher forward, or or who is this person that wants to come forward?
1: Oh, it's connected to Robert Thurman,
0: right? Okay, that's possible. Yeah, Robert is a Robert in my life, Robert Thurman, and, and a uh, okay. Is this somebody a uh, male or female that wants to sit down?
1: okay it's female okay but i'm being sure it's almost i'm being shown like something in hindu i just need to figure it out
0: your dad was here briefly okay is this Dirk? is this is this his teacher okay very good (laughs) putting this together so the teacher wanted to come through and jim introduced to us to a teacher on the flip side, that's
1: who I didn't put that together.
0: That's why I'm here. Um, her dad has a class in astrophysics on the flip side with a teacher that has eight arms that when we went to that class to interview her, he told Jennifer, "Like, don't freak out when you see my teacher. And the more I did research into her and asked her questions she said that she self-identified or she didn't self-identify people referred to as ma durga so let's bring her in please Uh, i i got the sense that she wanted to talk to us today so please so
1: so bad
0: (laughs) that's great so can i call you ma what was it we've talked to you once or twice before and what what would you like to say to our people tuning in this is a this is a teacher of astrophysics on the flip side in deep space she has eight different arms. I mean, that's the right way away. people see her. Go ahead. Oh, fur just so fake, fur. Yeah, she fake fur. Yes, yeah. you were fake fur. Jennifer put on her fake fur coat. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you as you see her, does she have a tint to her skin color? Yeah, she does. What?
1: So it reminds me of the Hindu goddess. Um, so
0: it's blue. Is that correct? I'm just skipping ahead.
1: Yeah, bluish green.
0: Bluish green. Okay. And is this let me ask her does is this related to where you normally have incarnated in the past let's say long time I ago energy.
1: so when you asked, you know sh- should you call her ma she's showing me beings okay with all the planet planetary systems oh interesting because there was i mean we had a full moon eclipse she, so she i'll share with you what she showed me she showed me like her being synonymous with earth but then she showed me and the universe like everything in the universe right um the reason why she wanted to come forward is because the energy has been shifting like the sun is warm like she's showing me the the sun being very powerful even though it's cold right now the sun like not having
0: um or solar flares or um it's going through a transition that that's what scientists say but we're feeling more so we're feeling more so, right. so what you're saying is is that because the way the sun is affecting us.
1: Right, we're not as, she's showing me there's not that etheric, like there's no veil. Like there's
0: no barrier, so there's less of a barrier. Okay. So we can have this conversation. All right, so what would be the purpose of telling us that? Is it is it to demonstrate the fact that anybody can talk to their loved ones on the other side because this veil is kind of thinning? Or is it about talking to teachers like yourself who, who, uh, from what we understand, because we've been to your class a few times. It's
1: it's about staying in the question. So you ask more questions. And when you ask more questions, you end up getting more answers. Whether you trust them or not is a different story.
0: Okay, so, but staying in the question. And we've talked to you about at your astrophysics class, because it's about the transference of energy. Go ahead. So she's showing me like,
1: like there's endless amounts of questions. just like there's endless amounts of answers and there's endless amounts of, you know, universes.
0: Okay, it, I, I understand. And what she's saying is that keep asking those questions. Right, And, and it's
1: because this planet needs to be helped. We need to help this
0: planet. Describe to us how we can help the planet.
1: By asking, how can we help the planet? Like planting trees. Like everything that we've talked about before, she's showing me. You know, so, this
0: ongoing water. discussion. Water is a big
1: deal. She's showing me water needs to, like, you know, the there's a lot of water that's not good water, you know, and people are dying from cancer. It's,
0: so, poisoning of the water is one example, but is it also because we.
1: The ecosystem, the ecosystem, sorry, the ecosystem. Um, like when I was in the BBI, I was heartbroken because of all the dead. Reeves,
0: you know, the dead yeah, coral. Dead coral. Yeah. So, uh, so what, she's, what she's trying to impart is that this we have an opportunity because the energy is changing to ask more questions about specifically how to save our planet. And, it, and whether it's asking ourselves as a scientist sitting down and trying to figure this out. While you're asking yourself these questions, allow your higher self and the people on the flip side to help you access right. this. We we also had one of the scientists, uh, astrophysicists tell us that water is also a source of energy, renewable energy, because there's uranium and apparently the non-radiation uh, version of it within salt water. Do you mean, are you talking about that as well, to use water as a source of uh, power?
1: Water's As you said power, she's showing me a conductor, like water is a conductor for energy. Okay. No matter how you look at it or slice it, she's showing me the sun, you know, affecting the water, affecting the, you know, melting, like how, you know, the water's rising kind of thing. Um,
0: and I just want to clarify this because, you know, when somebody hears somebody from the flip side show up and say, hey, you guys got a, your planet's dying, you know, it's not going to be here. That can be really depressing for people to hear. But what you're, not, what you're saying is... Not too late. It's not too late. Use your creativity. Use right. your extrasensory perception, whatever that means, to access answers to how to cure and heal the planet, how to have fresh water, fresh air, fresh earth. You know, planting a trillion trees, for example.
1: And then some.
0: And then some. And is like that
1: every what time, you- every time we do something or every time we take over, like every time we do something to the land, we need to breathe we need to do it like um, make another parcel. Like at anything that you take, you need to- just, Yeah.
0: Like, I, someone wrote to me recently on Quora, uh, Hacking the Afterlife Forum, and they said, I felt so bad to see the Christmas tree they put up in New York you know, for this Christmas. It just made me cry because it was like they killed that tree. And I said, well, don't cry, go out and plant two. So for every tree that you're gonna use, plant two. If we can get everybody in the world to plant a trillion trees, it's gonna lower Or get
1: a faux tree and plant trees. That's
0: right, yes, you do. Um, All right, so Johnny, how how long do I have you for? Jennifer,
1: Um, four minutes? She got back to me, hold on one second.
0: What would you wanna impart to people listening in from the flip side to the people and the fact that you wanted us to interview you today?
1: Love works too. Love, love.
0: too. What does that mean?
1: I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> if you love yourself, then things, the world around you gets a little bit more beautiful. So things become, you want to help things that are not doing well.
0: So if I may paraphrase, if you focus on opening your heart to yourself, and yes. to the planet around you, you will find yourself working harder to create a solution for the problems that we have, or problems that you might have. Um, thank you so much, Madurga. I mean, I don't know what else to call you other than Jim's, you know, astrophysics professor. So, Madurga, thank you so much for showing up and talking to us. I'm going to turn it back to Luana. Is there anything else in Ma's uh, case? What? Give me the chills again. Um,
1: Hold on. She's like, just have fun, too. Who's saying that? Ma, hold on.
0: Just have fun.
1: Stop taking everything so seriously. Yes, the planet, we need to take it seriously, but we also need to have fun getting, you know, it's no good saving the planet if you're miserable.
0: (laughs) You know, Jennifer and I heard this from—I think it was John Hughes. We were talking to John Hughes, the you know the writer-director, who went to my high school, and he said nobody comes over to this side wishing they had done less right. in their lifetime,
1: wishing they would have held back. So I haven't seen that yet.
0: Have fun, and so Luana, do you concur? Is fun the on the recipe? Well, she's like, didn't we have fun? <laughs> we did.
1: Well, think of we all did. the
0: coffee shops we visited
1: think of your experience with your wife you know she showed me you and Sherry meeting at a coffee shop as well you know yeah, I don't know that's, that's right
0: absolutely that's where we met and I, mean, I was looking at a, a short film that Luana and I did you know back in 79 last night and it was cute because she played like 10 different roles in it in the film so
1: but she's like that's no different than what I, hold on. That's no different than what I'm doing on the other side.
0: You having know. fun all right.
1: And she's like, Jimi Hendrix is doing a lot of, like everybody's doing, you know, she's, she said the difference is you can't feel the way we do. Like she's showing me literally making me feel in my body. Like we can feel it in our body. So they have emotions they can feel and have sensory, you know, constructs of whatever that comes in and their loved ones. Like they, they have, they have so much. um... Okay. Show me again. Sorry. Thank you. Like colors over there, there's colors we haven't seen yet. Like they have so many different things that we're not aware of, right? Right. And, but she said, do you guys have the capabilities to discover those colors that we have?
0: Ah, okay, have- I understand.
1: So, but it's by digging, she showed me literally digging, digging in and and experimenting and, you know, being one with the other side, like, like you know, asking those questions asking your favorite artist, like Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, that's so interesting. She showed me that last night because I was at my friend's house. It has a beautiful house and she was afraid of her wallpaper. I'm like, that looks like the Vesuvius man, you know, Vitruvian, Go- Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's Vitruvian. all
0: right. It's close enough.
1: Excuse me. But she showed me what ha- they always do. That what happened last night. And I said, no, he sold like it's so much. It- that's so interesting. Hold on. <laughs> I always think that I'm by myself, but I never am. <laughs> I you mean in I, life or? Babysitters up there, actually. <laughs> well,
0: and so I love what Luana's That's saying.
1: Oh, real fast.
0: Good.
1: It was reading. I was reading Sally. Uh, I was reading um, a couple. Uh, and um, it was just funny because my dad broke and th- broke in the reading and it said, I'm like, dad, you're, you know, you can't be good. This was on Tuesday. And he's like, it's your anniversary on Friday. Mind you, I've been so concerned about this wedding of my niece to her girlfriend that I'm like, I forgot that it's my 21 year anniversary tomorrow. And he says, "You need to be nice.
0: (laughs) You need to be nice.
1: I need to be nice. So I'm like, technically I probably do have a babysitter. I did not mean to just come in there with that.
0: That I mean, it's hilarious because it's like you're you're allowing your loved ones on the flip side to come and remind you of things that you're supposed to remember, right. which is it's like having a whole team of people. And I think it's fascinating what Loana's saying, which is that because we've heard that more than once that there are these colors and music and sounds and instruments on the flip side that are beyond measure, beyond thing, anything that we can conceive of. However, she's saying you can discover them because. You can put these things together. You can create new color. You can do these things. You can combine things that we never thought people could before, right. and there's, but it's also like they're helping us access that, you know, those lessons.
1: Just laughing, I've always had a full, ex- I've always teased about the fact I'm, you know, I have a full executive committee up there. <laughs> Fair enough, my dad's like, sure enough, you do. you were never wrong about that.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's also fascinating that your dad who was not an astrophysicist in life, but he would, you know, when we asked him what he was doing on the flip side, he said, "I'm attending classes." And we said, "Well, would you take us to one?" And it, we went into deep space, and then we met this teacher who I think the first time we met her, she w- was wearing like a cloak or like a cape, or a
1: big cloak, a big cape to not scare me, I guess, with all
0: her. Yeah, it was just so that we could have a conversation, and then we've been back a few times since, then, plus. You know, I had people from India reach out to me and say, are you talking about, you know, Madurga, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, in some depictions of her, yeah. she has 10 arms and some she has eight. I don't. It doesn't matter. We we don't know. We don't know what that means other than the fact that we know that this teacher, when she shows them to Jennifer, there's eight. Right. <laughs> right. And uh, And I've asked her about them and how each one has its own sort of role well the
1: other two could have been her feet that i didn't see that were covered i don't know and so-
0: almost like an octopus except instead of an octopus you know it's it's literally i mean is there any relation between Mondurga and octopuses i don't think we've asked that before yeah a slight there is a slight connection connection hmm.
1: what they take on and how they absorb how they have different things for different purpose the the multitasking that's what I'm calling multitasking but I'm seeing like different frequencies. it's like a different the octopus I don't know this this is just what I'm getting and yeah. it's an interpretation but each each you know tentacle is doing different things is hearing different things is like it's a different frequency for all and that's what so it's
0: picking up different frequencies.
1: Right and that's what the
0: well, there's also an inch. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, octopuses have eight brains. Okay, so, that
1: would, make
0: sense.
1: That would yeah. make sense. And by the way, no, I didn't.
0: No, okay, no. so, and you know, they only live about a year. And so they do more with eight brains in one year, shape shifting, changing colors, than we do in 80 years with one brain. That's the way I like to put it. But this idea that Madurga, I mean, oh, this takes me to the show Resident Alien, one of my favorite shows. Where you know he, he communicates with octopuses in the show because they're clearly from other planets. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I don't want to go down that path, but still, Madurga, uh, can we our octopuses are there? Uh, is that a general rule? Are there intelligences from other planets? That's I guess the the silly question.
1: Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Because they showed me the evolution, you know. They showed me, the, um, oh, they showed me. Uh, oh my gosh! Hold on.
0: Evolution of animals or
1: humans? What is it called? Like with the with the origin of species. Origins of species. Thank you. And they showed me the, you know, the the guy that's the whatever, and the evolution of man, right? Yeah,
0: Darwin and that whole thing of you know coming out of trees. Feel-
1: I feel like the octopus or has done that with different planets. Like it's an evolution that's not here. It's it's oh. an evolution that goes across many planets. Like like dropped from the sky. I don't know. That's just my no no I understand.
0: And we have had yeah, a conversation. We've had a conversation with like- a dolphin. Sorry, to say that got- again. We lost you. Dropped out.
1: I feel like they got trapped.
0: <laughs> you mean like they were visiting and then maybe a hundred million years ago and stayed?
1: One of them, yeah, something like that, yes.
0: Okay, well, you know, we've had conversations with a dolphin and other animals and every one of them has very fascinating things to say. So I'm not gonna take us down that path today because, you know, that's that's a great place to go, but I think we'd have to have a specific reason. But anyway, back to you. Uh,
1: Okay, I know, and I have to go, but Johnny Carson, he just went like, he rolled his chair around just went like that.
0: <laughs> so I wanted to give him the last word. Is there anything else, Johnny, you want to say? Good I'm sorry? He said, <laughs> good night. Good night. You know, and I think that was his last show. He He did something very sweet where he was standing out there and he talked about his journey. Anyway, he's still available. We can talk to him at any time. I appreciate that. Luana. thank you so much for helping us work this out. Uh, Madurga, the teacher, you're always welcome. Uh, and if you can help any scientists out there that are tuning in, please do. He,
1: he, loves, he just says he loves what we're doing. That's his last word, last words.
0: Okay, very good. Thank you, Mr. Carson. What a treat. Uh, and we'll uh, next time we'll have to catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye, Jennifer. We bye. love you. Okay. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you, too. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschafer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on gaia.com via Amazon Prime.